Hey world, it's your boy Tony B and I am back with another podcast. I know I just released a podcast a few days ago, but my mind has been working overtime. I mean, it's it's an overdrive and uh, I love it when I have all kinds of thoughts and uh, things to, you know, to think about and, you know, and I question a lot of things, but as I question things, um, as my mind is is roaming, um, to me, those are great things because we get to ask ourselves those questions and then we get the opportunity to go and do our own research and uh, and talk to people and figure things out, uh, which is so amazing and so powerful. Uh, everything begins and ends in the mind, so why not share it when it comes to you? First and foremost, let me thank everyone again for listening to me and hopefully you all have enjoyed my previous podcast. Please continue to share me with your friends, family, coworkers, or anyone looking for some positivity in their lives. We never know what a person is going through. Uh, Just simple gestures, simple, uh, nice compliments, uh, a high have a nice day could change a person's uh, out view of the day or maybe something that they're going through. So again, please share me with your friends uh, and anybody that you think that may need some positivity in their lives right now. As always, my disclaimer is not to get you to think like me, but to give you another way at looking at things from a different unbiased viewpoint. Unbiased meaning showing no prejudice for or against something, basically being impartial. Impartial meaning treating all people equally, fair and just. Remember, our goal in life again, we should be spreading as much love and positivity as possible in other people's lives. Now, again, we're in 2023. We are going to continue our growth towards making positive changes by taking small steps. Uh, If you haven't listened to the other two podcasts, um, please go and listen to those. Um, Who's ever heard one small step can change your life? Uh, So our journey that we call our journey, we're going to take a lot of small steps so that we can achieve, you know, our life's goals. And because if we don't take these steps, um, how do we achieve certain things? Or life itself can't be navigated without us taking steps, correct? So we got to keep on moving, small steps. We don't got to take take large steps. This is not a race. It's our life. We get to make the life-changing decisions, you know, for ourselves and for our families. Uh, if you're married and you have kids, um, and then you may have people in your life uh, that actually look up to you for... Uh, that strength and that guidance. So if we stop moving, what do you think will happen to us? So keep moving, keep going forward. Yes, life can be hard at times, but you know you know who you are and if you're that strong-minded person. And sometimes, you know, our mind will play tricks on us, but you have to just stop, rediscover 
uh, rediscover your purpose. I truly believe change isn't as difficult as it may seem. Sometimes it boils down to our past that determines how we react to certain things that's happened in our lives as adults. It's not like we, um, and as we're young, and then as we grow older, it's not like those younger years don't follow us. It's not like we become a whole new person. We're the same person. We have just matured. We've gained those uh, intellectual skills. We've gained certain um, things about us that help us. Remember, we are born innocent and free, but our experiences influence who we become. Sometimes we have to figure out who we are really, you know. Some of you may be uh, probably scratching your head saying, you know, I know who I am, but I would challenge you to really think about this. Do you really know yourself? How many of you have met people who seem like they have multiple personalities, multiple faces? It's like they walk around the corner and they were happy before they went around the corner, but when they come back, you see two or three different personalities. You know, uh, how many of you feel you've become someone else when you get emotionally challenged? We all do. You become someone or something that you hate. And a lot of times you tell yourself, I hate that person. I don't like that person. My last two podcasts, I talked about having the power to change things. And we choose to be happy. Think about this. If we truly know ourselves, why do we then give away our power? And why do we not choose happiness each day and every day we wake up? I mean, That's something to think about. A lot of you might say, I don't give my power up. Okay, so you should be happy every day. Nobody should be able to say anything that now alters or changes how you react to that. I can call you a name and you may react to that, but you know who you are. So, I mean, I can call you all kind of names in the book, but you know who you are. So it shouldn't even bother you. But. It does. Remember, there will be people who don't get to make uh, any choices because they may have earned their angel wings uh, through the night. Some of these people will go to bed mad and upset. Some of them will say mean and hateful things that hurt someone. Or maybe they were on the receiving end. These people don't get to say, I'm sorry, or receive an apology from someone. Those moments will be stuck in time, these times probably haunt thousands of people each and every day. To have a negative memory or a thought in your head, what do you think it does? I believe it robs us of that possibility to create that happiness we are seeking. This is why I always say, Every day you wake up is a new day. You get a new canvas. You get the right and draw whatever you want. And as you write your journey, you should be writing positive things for that journey. No one else chooses your journey. You choose your journey. You get a chance to do whatever you want to do. You get to make a wrong a right if you believe it's a wrong. 
You get to be a positive figure, not only in your life, but your children's life, your spouse's life, your partner's life, friends, coworkers, or the average person you encounter on a daily basis. I would tell you, we impact more people than we realize. This is why I always say spread as much love and positivity as possible. And I'm going to keep on saying it. Again, we are born innocent and free. But our experiences influence who we become. We just have to be 100% honest with ourselves. We don't, we're not born to be mean and hateful. We are, uh, now we do inherit certain um, things from our parents, uh, um, certain genes, certain things. But for the most part, we are born innocent and free. We have to be taught certain things. We have to be observant of certain things. Um, and we will make those changes because what are, what's one of our characteristics in life? We love to make people happy, especially when we're young. We want to make our parents happy. We want to make adults, we want to make people in general happy. Now, let's jump right into uh, today's podcast. It's called Discovering Who You Are. Now, our life's chapters are written by us. Now, early on in life, our chapters are co-written by someone who raised us or had a part in influencing our lives. And some of you may have raised yourself, but there was some type of influence by someone or multiple someones. And maybe some of you raised yourself after a period of time, so you were probably still influenced by someone closely related to you, a parent, a grandparent, somebody. But as you started to raise yourself, there were other influences by other people. Some of our choices were influenced by a parent figure, like I said, or a figure who maybe you looked up to if you didn't have that parent figure in your life. I truly believe our childhood experiences affect how we will be as adults. I do a lot of reading because reading is powerful. It is power. It helps you better understand certain things about life. It's, it's brain food. It's like fertilizer for the brain. I believe most of you will get what I'm saying. I do have a few young listeners, and I hope they, and I do believe that my younger listeners will understand uh, me also. The question is, how do we know how to act human-like? How do we know how to adult? How do we thrive in our, our surroundings uh, how do we thrive in society? How does a woman know how to nurture her newborn child? How do parents know how to parent? How do we know how to cook, clean, do yard work, work on a car? How do we learn how to read or write? I mean, there isn't a owner's manual per se for adults. Uh, not adults, but e adults, or, or let's just say human beings. There's 
There's not an owner's manual from uh, a child to an adult. Now, there's literature out there that we can read to help us um, understand life a little better. Um, we get a lot of our teachings from our parents, uh, school teachers, uh, our communities, our society, our families. So we're being taught um, a lot of things. And it's coming from the top. It's coming from the side. It's coming from beneath, behind. You know, we are taught and we are observant. For the most part, we are not born with these skills. I'm going to say a few things that a lot of you may disagree with because you probably are the exception in some of uh, these examples. And there's only two examples. Um, and just have an open mind on what I'm about to say. I do a lot of reading, like I said, and I feel comfortable to say these things. Plus, this podcast is not meant to get you to believe uh, an opinion from me. None of my podcasts should have an impact on you per se. Now, if they do have an impact on how you start to see things, I hope it's more positive than negative. You know, I just love throwing little subtle um, reminders out there, you know, that, you know, there's other ways to see things. You don't just got to see it from the, the way that you was taught growing up, you know. As an adult, as a young adult, you get to make choices, be them good or bad. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to change how maybe you was taught to maybe, let's just say, hate. And it could be hate for uh, women. It could be hate for race. It could be uh, hate for whatever. You have the power to change that. Now, I read that children with emotionally intelligent parents, caregivers, probably tend to become effective and courageous adults in most cases. I took emotionally intelligent as being stable, as that stable home. Uh, parents had stable jobs. Uh, parents were involved and active in their children's um, upbringings from sports to school uh, was supportive. Now, I still think in those homes you do find uh, discord or you find uh, there are Problems, but it's the way they handle the problem. They handle the problems in a way that is uh, beneficial, it's constructive. Uh, it's more teaching versus, you know, yelling and saying, you're not going to be anything. You're just going to be like, you know, a, a deadbeat or, you know, whatever. These children are probably being um, talked in a way that um, helps them understand what they've done wrong. The opposite is probably true to those who grew up with a rough childhood upbringing where struggles like addiction to sex, drugs, alcohol are often linked to events that may happen. Now, will there be the exception to what I just said? There will be people who grew up in that model family that will turn to drugs and crime. And there will be people who become successful at everything they do in life that came from maybe that broken or that dysfunctional family. So yes, there is an exception. There comes a point in 
our lives where we take ownership of our life and we start making decisions. I believe I was probably around 13 or 14 years old when I started doing things without being told. Now, I'm pretty sure I did things prior to that, but uh, the outcomes probably weren't really well. And so, I mean, I got disciplined, you know. Um, now, at this time, we began to uh, be the main author in writing our chapters and our childhood experiences will influence us at key points in our lives. Because remember, we're taught and we are observant of certain behaviors. Our minds are our hard drives. And these hard drives never get erased unless you have a traumatic head injury. And even then, you probably have broken memories that cause us some type of discomfort because we're only remembering bits and pieces and it can become distracting um, and it could put us in a, a, a tailspin. Think about this and I would say everyone at some point in their life and some more than others will notice behaviors that you don't like but you can't seem to stop. The real question to ask is not, why am I like this? But what happened to me? Who am I? And how do I create the best version of me? By no means am I saying we, we don't know who we are. But what I'm saying is, we will discover things about us that we don't like. Our identity should be seen as an ongoing process rather than a static snapshot. We should embrace a flowing sense of self whereby we are perpetually reframing, reorganizing, rethinking, and reconsidering ourselves. We sometimes get so disconnected from the true us, the true person, because of how society is and how we feed ourselves so much negative talk. We let that power go. The that we need to make uh, positive, you know, choices for ourselves. But somehow we just let it go because we don't see our life as an ongoing process, you know. But you can change that. How many of you feel uh, it seems just like yesterday you were this wild and free teenager with no worries? I mean, I feel that way always. I'm always thinking back to my childhood memories. Um, and I know every detail, or I should say, I remember every detail about my youthful years, the good and the bad times. I like to think those memories did play a major role in how my adult years have played out. Um, now I had a little bit of structure in my life from the age of 20, uh, all the way up to 20, uh, uh 41, um, so my job was a very demanding job and it was, it was structured and I kind of conformed to that and, you know, but I believe my upbringings helped me understand that I still had control over myself, even though I was in a controlled environment. I would be the first to tell you, I'm learning more and more about myself daily. I'm learning how to control things that I can't control. Uh, uh, let me take that back. It's not that I can't control. I'm, I'm, contr I'm learning how to control the things that I can 
only control. The things I can't control, I'm not worried about those things. I very rarely think about the things that I can't control unless it's something with my job or maybe my family that eventually there will be an impact. But I don't get caught up too much into it. I kind of analyze it and then I may say, you know what, I'll deal with it when I have to deal with it. But I take a note of what's going on around me, but I can't control that outcome. I can only control what I can only control. I mean, I'm learning how to make choices that make me happy. Remember, we got to make ourselves happy first before we can allow other people in our lives to make us happy. I'm learning that I have the power to control 99.9% of all outcomes that involve me. Sometimes in life, we have to let certain situations play out in order to fully understand who we really are. Uh, and the discovery process uh, is, is amazing. And I believe this process continues um, daily in our lives, not only from as a child, but as an adult. We should be like a sponge and absorbing uh, everything. The things that don't really pertain to us, we should be like just throwing that shit. Uh, excuse, my, uh, excuse my language. We should just be throwing that stuff out. It shouldn't bother us. Think about it from a child's viewpoint. We discover things about our bodies that embarrass us as a child, right? Um, when we started growing pubic hairs and, you know... Uh, for a male, you know, we might woke up with a woody, um, you know, all kind of things. That same process happens when we get older. Now, as we get older, our bones start to hurt more. We, we grow more hair in places we didn't think we can grow hair. And then the places where we should be growing hair, we're not growing hair. Things begin to sag and we do everything in our power to reverse it. But nothing seems to work, right? So... We learn to live with the saggy parts, the bald heads, the stretch marks, and so on. These are our battle marks. These are our our wounds that we are carrying. And not saying that these are bad wounds, but this is telling us how we've lived our life. But why do we feel shameful at times about how we've turned out and how we look? I believe there is nothing to be shameful uh, for. I believe it boils down to us really understanding ourselves and all the baggage that we are carrying around that does have an effect on us at times in our decision-making process or, or you know, anything that we do. For my young listeners, find those positive people in your life that you can trust. And I'm not saying you should trust anybody and everybody, uh, it's a process. If you don't have that parent figure in your life, you need, you need to find someone positive that uh, wants nothing from you but the best. And they're there when you need them and you can ask them questions. Uh, but I would say before you go outside of your family dynamics, you have to truly do a self-assessment of your situation because sometimes... Discipline is confused with abuse or not being loved. 
And sometimes it's the total opposite. It's the love that people um, are trying to give you when they discipline you. Because what are they doing? They're trying to change or correct a behavior, a bad behavior. They're trying to teach you something. In the same sense, you are now learning discipline because these are the disciplines that are going to help guide you. If you have been listening to what I've been talking about, I mean, we are taught and we are observant as children, right? For the most part. We are not born with the intellectual skills to make certain decisions at certain points in our lives. We are taught these intellectual skills. At some point in our lives, we will be forced to make decisions. And some of these decisions will have a positive and a negative effect on our lives until the day we die. I would say, don't speed up the process. Always try and put yourself in a good situation. And I got it. Sometimes life seems like it's moving at lightning speeds and our decision-making process is lagging behind. And this is where I talked about the the intellectual skills that we don't have. Sometimes we don't have the skills to navigate certain phases of our lives until a certain age. I would tell you, Uh, There were times I hated my parents for disciplining me. I was probably about 22, 23 years old before I realized those butt whoopings and those restrictions helped discipline me. Oh, man, my dad used to put a whooping on me, but it it wasn't like abusive whoopings. It was like, hey, it was that sting that says, hey, you, 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 you don't need to be doing that. And if you do it again, this is what's going to happen. So whenever that saying maybe uh, experience maybe popped up, it made me think a little, made me think twice. I may still have done it, but I may have done it a different way so that the outcome was different. And this is where it's the discipline that, you know, our parents are trying to give us. So, yes, I did hate my parents for a while there. Uh, but I think they helped me discover who I was at an early age. And I'm pretty sure I'm still learning. I'm still discovering. So those same teachings, and I'm 50-something years old, I'm still learning. And I'm pretty sure I had certain tendencies that are similar to my parents and some of my siblings. And some of my siblings can probably say the same thing. Um, As I think back on my life, I'm, I'm happy for the most part how it has turned out. Like in my last two podcasts, we will always have some form of adversity in our lives. Adversity isn't meant to steal anything from us. And life isn't our enemy. Every situation is what we make it out to be. Some of us in our old age are finding discoveries that even amaze us at our age. Some of them put that awe in our speech. And some are like, what the heck moments? But these discoveries are, are, are what makes us tick what, uh, or how we think, how we're seeing things, our bodies. Uh, we may be rediscovering our bodies to some uh, of the things that we say 
that are outrageously crazy uh, that we may not said in the past. I say embrace them. Remember, our brains are hard drives. And like any advanced computer, our mind continues to learn and process. And it updates our hard drive. It updates uh, the, the new discoveries, the things about ourselves. And some may be scary and some may be enjoyable, but embrace Embrace the new discoveries. I believe we need to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, um, and embrace who we are. The one thing most of us have in common is we pretty much get up and look in the mirror to wash our face, to brush our teeth. Uh, I would say even in the morning and in the evening uh, prior to going to bed, we all have that in common. What a perfect time to say something positive to yourself. You know, I love me. You are worthy. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. Say something positive. Reinforce to yourself that you are somebody. I believe you have to force this on yourself. Now, my daughter had these positive quotes uh, on her mirror that she would see every day. She was around 16, 17 when she started putting these quotes on her mirror. And that was like something out of plain blue, but I thought it was great. So when she walked in that bathroom, if she was having a bad day, she had a bad night, a bad week. She seen positive reinforcing words that would uh, make her feel good about herself. Allow her, you know, to make the positive changes if she needed to make the change. Life can be so cruel. We wake up with the opportunity every day to add to our happiness. But there will always be someone outside the comforts of our homes that are hell-bent on making our lives difficult if we allow them. This is where if we allow them to kind of like interject their beliefs, their feelings, their uh, opinions, and we get so bent out of shape, we basically say, Here, here's my power to for me to not be happy. Say what you want to say so that I can be miserable. But the key word is if we allow them. Distractions are things that draw your attention away for a brief second or a moment in time. But you have the ability to change that reaction or the outcome. Remember, happiness is a choice and not a result of someone making you happy. Some of our distractions are our choices. We choose to be distracted. We choose to react a certain way. As we engage the deepening complexity of life and understanding ourselves, we would far much better by devoting ourselves to under, unfolding the process of life. And if we just took the time to understand our new discoveries, witnessing our thoughts, 
not reacting out of old habits and becoming present, enabling us to better craft our lives. The identity that we seek fires the wave of life enriched by the flow. We have that power. We just have to be dedicated and wanting to understand why we have emotional outbursts. Why does that other person inside of you appear? And they take over your life for a brief moment. It's that moment where you notice behaviors that you don't like, but you can't stop. These are those moments where we give up our power. We lose our battle within and give that power to some other individual because they have either said something or done something that now is dictating how you are responding. I know it's hard at times to hold back from responding to someone. And majority of the time, it's with someone you love or care for. Don't think about what you see on television because that's all... It's not fake, but it's but they're just small moments. You got to think of your life. How often do you run into somebody that you have a confrontation with? Slim to none. So don't think of what you see or what society wants you to see. Think about you. Stop and think about that for a second. Someone I love or care for. Personally, I refuse to have a verbal out type of conversation with my wife. I would say we have never been that type of people who scream and yell at one another. I mean, for the most part, we, we have been very uh, comfortable uh, in our um, engagements as far as when we disagree with something. It's more like we talk. But I think we, we do get things across when we want to get things across. It's not always effective, uh, but uh, you go back and you rethink and you still keep having those conversations. The key thing in life is you got to continuously communicate. Um, and I believe like in my last podcast, I says you have to know when enough is enough, when you have to take that journey uh, by yourself. I mean, what do you accomplish anyway by screaming and yelling? You raise your blood pressure, you give yourself more wrinkles, you get a sore throat, and you get a headache. And majority of the time, whatever you were arguing about doesn't even get solved. It goes uh, on the back burner to only be brought back up at a later time. So think about it. Those moments that you're screaming, those are memories. And, you know, you may be at work or you may be walking down the street in that same argument that you just had, that outburst, that you didn't get anything solved because you really didn't truly communicate. You just was screaming and yelling. It's affecting you in the moment because now you're thinking about it. Now, you got to think of that, the alter ego or the voices that you hear in your head telling you to do things that you know are counterproductive. As I said, I'm learning more ways to create the best version of myself and you should be doing the same thing. I'm embracing the new discoveries versus fighting them. 
I mean, we can be stubborn at times as we get older because we are so used to things happening one way. Why is change so hard? Why do we resist? Are we resisting because you don't like the change or is it that someone else doesn't like the change? Most people hate when people change. You would be lying to yourself if you said change from people that you love and that you know don't bother you. Hmm. Think about it. Don't lie to yourself. I would be the first to tell you. I used to hate when I couldn't predict, you know, what my wife was going to do or what my wife was going to say. But I will be the first to tell you as I've learned to only focus on the things that I can control. I don't try to figure my wife out. I don't try to figure other people out. I've discovered self-control. I've discovered how to control my emotions in a way that allows me that peace of mind that gives me balance to choose to be happy. It's our moments of struggle that define us. And if we just take the time to understand those stressful moments, you would discover amazing things about yourself. Now, I started reading a short book called I Wish For You, Gentle Reminders to Follow Your Heart. It's a Hallmark book. Um, pretty amazing uh, quotes in that book. Um, I'm going to share a few with you. Um, please take note that this podcast and my others are gentle reminders. These are my thoughts that I encounter daily. These are the things that run through my mind that I talk about. I just want to share my thoughts in hopes that it jars your memory, it jars your thoughts, that, and that it shows you that you have the power to create whatever you want to create in your life. Every day you wake up is a new day. I've said this twice now. You get a fresh new canvas to write and paint whatever you want. Don't let it go to waste. Leave an amazing book. Leave an amazing journey for your loved ones to, to see that you were an amazing person. Now, the first quote that I want to share with you goes like this. When the stormy winds of life threaten to knock you down, May you have the courage to spread your wings and fly. Wow. Amazing. You know, we're going to run into things that uh, seem like we're in a storm and uh, we're like just being knocked down and we want to give up. Man, just have the courage to spread your wings and just fly. Don't, don't just settle for, you know, the hard times. You know, fight. The second one, I wish for you freedom, uh, the freedom from regrets and bitterness and trying to set the score. You know, I know a lot of times we want, um, you know, some type of um, answers to something. And we let it just bother us. We let it eat us up inside. We become bitter. Um, and we start to feel regrets for things that we had no control over. Um, 
So please, you know, I'm not saying you should go and ask this person, you know, why they did this, why they didn't do this. Again, I told you that sometimes, you know, your life's journey uh, at some stage in your life may be meant to walk alone until you find someone or that someone comes into your life that can really truly understand your scars and walk next to you and appreciate your scars and, and be a part of your happiness. You know, find ways to rediscover the things that made you into the person you are. Some of those discoveries may bring up old, hurtful memories. Um, but there comes a time when you have to focus on you. And if you have it in your heart to do this rediscovering, the people that you do allow into your life will truly, truly benefit. Now, there is actually one more quote, and it goes like this. I hope you realize your life is truly your life. It, um, it belongs to you. It's your story to write with love, day by day, line by line. Write it well. Now, as I wind down, just know you are resilient. Uh, focus on the things you can physically control. The things you can't control, put little effort into them until you can physically control them. Also, remember some things in your life you may need, you may never be able to control. These things are people, nature, or even some man-made objects. Otherwise, make decisions that benefit you and those close to you. You should love what you do in life and who you do it with. Let me just say, you are important to someone. You are loved and appreciated. Continue to be inspired by the true heroes in your life. Uh, parents, grandparents, siblings, and truly the positive people in your inner circle. And you will know who they are. And, you know, you may meet people that come into your life and they come into your life at a certain point, And maybe they was brought there to show you that there are great things out there waiting for you. Now, if you would like to contact me, go to my website, uh, www.coachofone.com, uh, and use your email using the subscribe form at the bottom of the website, or you can email me. I love getting emails from you guys, coachofone at outlook.com. And uh, if you are listening to me on um Spotify, uh, you're able to leave me instant messages on the podcast after you actually listen to it. Thank you again for listening. This is your boy, Tony B. Peace and love.